0: Welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing, and, and this, this is, is, is Life, life. Pairings, <laughs> because life is hard. So pair with alcohol. The water's all warm, you've got bubbles all around you, that weird bath bomb is doing some strange coloring to your bath, but you've got your book and your wine, and you're all ready to go,
1: as today's life pairing is bath time with moonshine. We discuss 200 liters, Truman Capote, and the cure for loneliness. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll i don't know if that. there is a cure for loneliness but i might have found <laughs> one
0: okay that's good that's good yeah 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 um
1: what do bath t- what does bath time mean to you buddy i friggin love a good bath mm-hmm. I. it's mm-hmm. so comfy cozy in there it's kind of like my reset um it's the cure-all for everything like my family are bath people Right. If you're mad, my mom says have a bath. If you stink, (laughs) she says have a bath. If you don't stink and she just wants you to go do something else, she says have a bath. (laughs) I remember, like, everything was just, like, if your tummy hurt, my dad will go, hmm, have you had a bath today? Like, it just, I don't know what it is, but it's, like, it it just seems like the place where you go to fix things. Right. It's, like... (laughs) Like, it's kind of, like, it's just that I I do my best thinking in the bath. Like, I I often bring my phone in there with me and make notes and, like, tape jokes. Like, I write jokes, full jokes in there sometimes. And it's, like, I I really am talking about this passionately, and I'm finding it a little embarrassing (laughs) as it's coming out because I'm realizing, like, how important to my day a bath is. But it's, like, it is not just a uh, cleaning uh, experience for me. I really... Uh, enjoy the feeling of uh, being in water around water and it's just something about it makes me feel really really good mm-hmm. how about mm-hmm. you i'm the same i don't have a lot of baths
0: um i used to like make sure i had one like once like i obviously shower, but i would have like a nice luxurious you know with bath bottle bath bubbles and you know milk stuff and da 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 um candles and music uh, at least once a week, but I kind of got out of that habit. And then I got back in the last couple of weeks because it was so cold. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just nice. It's a little bit of a time for me because I can't, I'm very much like a, I have to be doing at least seven things at a time. And you really right. can't. You can sit there in the water or you can read. Those are your two options.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's why it's like so good for you because it just yeah. makes you, it just makes you stop what you're doing and be in the bath. <laughs> like Yes. Like- yeah. Now
0: I do. It's funny because I put like a ton of effort into a bath, and then I generally don't stay for like ma- I may be in there for ten minutes. It's really? a lot of work for like yeah. I can't stay in for too long. Like if it was a hot tub, totally different. But um, yeah. And I'm a big water person. I would live in water if that was. Oh an
1: my god! For us. And for those of you like who don't know where Calgary is, what Calgary is, um, <laughs> it's literally like a desert in the mountains. For some mm-hmm. reason, it is mm-hmm. so dry here. So like. Yeah. It's not just the bath I enjoy; it's the humidity and the steam. Like I I make a real effort to like steam up the bathroom, and then like I'll even I'll even have what I call a shower bath, which is because I want the steam, but I feel badly wasting water, Ah, so I just will lay in a tub and let the hot Mm -hmm. water spray until it fills (sighs) up the tub. That's a good idea, and it just does take a long time. (laughs) I mean, it's you, you, you gotta have some time on your hands. <laughs> I know there's some like mothers with young children out there being like, hey, why don't you go frig yourself? <laughs> Actually, my brother called me and he was like, called me and he was like hey what are you doing and I'm like oh I'm in the bath he's like it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I was like yeah <laughs> I don't have a job <laughs> yeah and he was time. so frustrated just like the tone in his voice completely <laughs> changed and then he just said something rude and hung up and then I realized <laughs> like oh like that must be a very frustrating response to a question when you are like in dirty poopy diapers like up <laughs> to your shoulders and you're like trying to work and cook and clean and and then he was like, "I was just like, yeah. Sometimes I take four baths a day.
0: I don't have a lot to do.
1: It's <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> um, good. Do you have yeah. like a,
0: a certain thing that you always have in your bath?
1: Um, like, well, you I really bath, like bath bombs. Bath bombs? Or you... Yeah, okay. but I, <laughs> because this is like such an experience for me, I mm-hmm. save them because oh, yes. they're kind of expensive. Like you can't just buy yeah. forty bath bombs. Like, yeah." You get, I you usually get them as gifts or like my mom always puts them in our stockings and friends always give them to me for my birthday or, you know like they're like a nice gift yeah so I always sort of hoard them and then if I deem it like a um, worthy bath cause I right. will use a bath bomb but I yeah. really have to want it
0: yeah I'm um I'm still a little wary I do keep mine as well for like you know I don't the apocalypse. I don't know what I'm saving them for. Yeah. Um, but I also have had a couple of experiences of bathtubs getting dyed. So <laughs> now I'm a little like, all right, <laughs> let's make sure you're uh
1: I was gonna make like I was color. like um I wanted to make such so- like I put one in and it was bright red. Mm. And I thought it was so funny because I so I was gonna take a picture of like so yeah. you could just see my toes in the bath and then the bright red and then I was gonna be like guys it's a really heavy week but then I was like <laughs> I thought people would be so grossed out but I, uh. I'm glad I finally have a po- platform to reveal that yes. joke because I've had yeah. many of red or pink baths that I thought were like that'd be a hilarious joke to put on Instagram
0: I would I would have gone with the the blood of virgins but oh yeah you know, that's, <laughs> that's me. All about See, murder. There's
1: <laughs> so much to play with here Yeah. yes, there's, yes. <laughs> um also just like epsom salts and stuff like that mm-hmm. if you have an epsom salt bath it's um i have really bad dry skin i have eczema so like laying in a epsom salt bath is really soothing for yeah your nerves your skin it's just like yeah it's it's like a really important i truly have a bath a day yeah at least oh, yeah are you? You have one bath a week. You say? What? Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. But now I have a fancy bath. It also takes me four hours to fill it up, oh, um, and yeah. but, but it has a fireplace at the end of it.
1: So. See the <laughs> the. Ex- I remember when I saw this fireplace, I was like, "Oh, the things you could do in here." <laughs> No. like i want to live my life like uh that episode of seinfeld where kramer just lives in the shower the entire he just decides he's <laughs> living in the shower so he like installs he a garburetor he's very
0: anti-bath isn't he
1: i think so but he was yeah. like he was like installed a shower or sorry a garburetor in the plug <laughs> so that he could cook in there and i just was like losing my mind yeah but oh. carla all this hmm. all this talk all this yes. good for you talk. What do you think? You think it is good for you? Oh, I think it's terrible psychologically for you.
0: That's wrong.
1: <laughs> you are wrong. No. Shocking. <laughs> Dude, like legit so good for you. And not a lot of people do it. Right. Like not, I, I don't know why, but it's just like a, a lot of studies pointed to it's a time factor. Mm-hmm. So it's just people find it to be a waste of time. Some of the some people think it's dirty. Like if you're not, you know, if you're going into a bath to shower, really, yeah, you're cleaning yourself. So to sit in a, a pile of your, your own, own filth, brine, yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
0: I'm a little bit like that. I like I like my shower too, to.
1: I also, I mean, I do, but it's just like I shower in the morning, typically. Yeah, yeah. So I rinse off in the morning. I'm pretty clean all day long. I mean, I'm not like when I worked like mm-hmm. I never got in the tub immediately. I always scrubbed and then right. poured myself a, a bath. Yeah. So but that aspect, but there's there is lots of people who baths just totally gross out. Um so there's people who don't want it, don't have the time to take one. There's people who don't mm-hmm. who their family just didn't do it so they just think it's yeah. weird. Like yeah. my brother takes a bath and uh it's like a big his wife thinks it's so funny. Right. It She's is a like, little
0: bit of a I don't know that many. My husband actually is a bath person. Um, I think mean, it's quite common in British people. But even like when I lived over there, most people had showers. So, um, yeah, I think it's very much like yeah, it's like what your parents did.
1: Yeah, what you're they? I, I looked into also the um, the Scandinavian culture uh, baths oh. quite a bit. The Japanese culture baths quite a bit. Hmm. Um, there is just, but there is truly a lot of psychological, uh, benefits from it. So, uh, I will get into it. Um, let me just go here. So, this is Neil Morris, a psychologist at the University of Wolverhampton, which Ooh, yes. <laughs> that's the coolest sounding university name I've ever heard. <laughs> I think they and then he like a football club. I found that bathing improved general psy- psychological wellness radically. There was a significant drop in feelings of pe- pessimism about the future and increases in hedonic tone and an eternal mm-hmm. feeling of pleasurability. And I believe that the results could be even more impressive over long periods of time. Baths give you a chance to stop the day for a few minutes, and in a way that showers can't. There is a wonderful combination of isolation, quiet, and comfort. So, yeah, yeah. there's that. There was also a study done uh, that was that associated baths with uh, less loneliness. Aww. Because anytime your body feels warmth, right, you just immediately feel surrounded and less lonely. And they were saying that, like, if you if you're feeling lonely, they did a study where they just gave people heating pads. Yeah, and they just felt less lonely. Oh, like they were like, oh, so, like, do you feel better? Yeah, I do feel better.
0: I could imagine like being in a bath a little bit, maybe like being back in the womb because you're definitely water and heat and nobody's feeding you through a tube but <laughs> we can arrange that i mean we could arrange that but i mean I know, a, so knock long, you in not, the head a few times not out of question here
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> sometimes i eat from a tube that yep. tube is a straw and that drink is a caesar <laughs> <laughs> i call it i'm like Mummy's mm, eating again they're like whose <laughs> who, who's Mummy are you i'm like just my own Trixie's Mm -hmm. mommy. You're Trixie's mommy. I'm Trixie's mommy. (laughs) I'm just talking to the fucking dog by myself, drinking Caesars in the middle of the day. I'm tube feeding (laughs) Um, (laughs) in the bathtub. Uh, But there weren't, it's not just uh, psychological uh, benefits. There's also physical benefits uh, reduced inflammation, relief from pain, um, AIDS restful sleep. I will Mm -hmm. absolutely say that. All those three. All those things definitely a uh, mm-hmm. relief from pain. If you have a sore back, lay in the bath. Right. If you can't yeah. sleep and you're wound right up, have a bath. You'll calm down. Improves hmm. uh, mental well being, helps depression, helps skin conditions, detoxification, and eases muscle spasms. Which my sister, uh, she has cerebral palsy, and she gets a lot of muscle spasms. Very right. helpful. Sits in the oh. bath. Sounds good. So yeah, so there was that, and there was also it's not just the warmth. Mm. um the scandinavians this has become a really popular uh thing and i won't get too into it because i'd love to just go one and go to one and make it an episode, <laughs> full episode yes but soaking in general like they have big norwegian spas they're called and it's different different temperature pools of water essentially so you're going mm. in and out of different temperatures so it's not just the heat that's beneficial um the cold water and shocking your system, like if you have a cold bath or a cold shower, uh, after having a warm bath, mm-hmm. you, uh, your it really like super good for your immune system. Right. Yeah. So it it helps like lower your blood pressure and it combats skin and heart problems and boosts our immunity. So the different temperatures, just soaking is just very very good for you. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Another argument for a hot tub. Just, I'm just collecting them right
1: now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this started, this started at Saturday. We had an outdoor uh, <laughs> fire with some friends, and uh, Carla is start is begun the hot tub, uh, uh, mission. Uh,
0: Candacey, I'm on a mission. Yeah, Candacey. Yeah, I'm I'm renting right now, so I can't get one. Um, also, I don't know my husband will let me get one at, at the moment after making a move to Calgary. He's You're like, like oh, by get by the bent. way. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on my mission to get everyone else to get a hot tub. Because uh, that's the best way to have a hot tub is at somebody
1: else's house. Dude, it's like hot tubs are <laughs> like boats, baby. Just bring it back. You, you don't actually want a boat. You just want to be the guy that brings the beer. Exactly. There's, exactly. You don't got to clean the boat. You don't got to buy the boat <laughs> slip or the gas it up. You just flip them 20 bucks for the gas and here's a box of beer and everybody loves you um talking about how like
0: it it's maybe a it depends on like like adults don't always have baths that's kind of a yeah yeah that That doesn't make sense um we were talking about how you know not a lot of adults have baths i mean it's very much associated with you know when you're a little kid but i do wonder because i went through this and i'm we might not have but like when you move out of your parents' house, you generally have to move into a shitty apartment right. or basement suite. And a lot of the times, it's very, very hard to get one with a bath.
1: It's uh, See, you moved from Calgary to...
0: The... I moved in Calgary, and then I moved to Vancouver, and then I moved to the UK, and then which
1: back. Yeah, so I feel like you had, would have had a ton of experience with kind of like moving to different places that would have been... Yeah hard to like the the bath would have become a luxury
0: even even in britain like it was it was kind of hard to find a place with a bath like on the cheap end because that's like a luxury a bath is a luxury
1: it, yeah, well you know oh, what though yeah. in in tightly spaced uh yes condos and apartments and stuff like that uh i know from building elevators like in uh, we'd build them in these apartment complexes and i would go in and i'd be like where's the bathtub <laughs> <laughs> and they're like no we just like don't have a bathtub you know yeah yeah um i also will like i have no problem with like going to somebody else's house and just filling up a bath <laughs> and they're like what are you doing and they're i'm like i'm having a bath they're yeah. like in my home i'm like i guess <laughs> yeah it's fine someone's gonna um, use it i have also been known to get drunk at a party like just too drunk mm-hmm. and then uh just have a bath at someone's house <laughs> That was something I did in my 20s. That was a little bit of an abnormal
0: behavior. What's that? It's because it must be your comfort area. It
1: is, dude. And I think when I was like young and drinking too much, that you'd get so sick, you know, like Mm -hmm. you just in barf zone. I'd be like, I'm going to need a tub. (laughs) I'd just be like at a house party. Like somebody would knock on the door. I'd be like, I'm in the bath. (laughs) <laughs> you know it's not until you like repeat that behavior that like you're like maybe too much to try and get someone <laughs> maybe that was poor behavior i don't know i are not throwing up in the though. that's pretty good i i did it i did it at a lot of places <laughs> people would just be like what are you doing in there i'm like can you give me a towel please i couldn't find your <laughs> linen closet <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah you're at a house party and i don't know you very well i'm like well, like you're not gonna want well, to see me naked, so chip chap yep. on, ta- on the towel. Love it, love it. Oh man! But all
0: right, well, well. Speaking of public bathing, I guess kind of. Yeah, of-ish. give us a little history. I got a little history on this. So I dove into uh, gay bathhouses, which I realized I didn't really know a lot about the history, uh, and specifically, I'm going to talk about Ever Everard Bathhouse. Have you heard of this? i like, have not
1: heard of i'm i'm excited to hear about it i like when okay. i don't know anything going in oh good
0: okay so this was a gay bathhouse in new york city that operated from 1888 to 1986 it actually started out this is my favorite thing as a free will baptist church Woo! in 1860 uh,
1: yeah. i love that uh, that got <laughs> taken over yeah
0: <laughs> uh, James Everard brought, bought the property and turned it into a music hall, but then it was closed for, by the city because he was selling beer. So, <laughs> which, I don't different times. Different. Uh, so he converted it into a Russian and Turkish bathhouse in May 1888, and it was for general health and fitness bathhouse. So I'm assuming it's kind of like, you know, your Norwegian spa or...
1: Yeah, um, and those Turkish bathhouses are—I—they're pretty popular. They're quite different. They're like like saunas, and uh, they're basically like saunas and massages mm-hmm. and steams and yeah, exactly.
0: Um, pro- so yeah, less baths, but let's not get hooked on that because I just realized that for, <laughs> for baths. Um. And it went through many different clientele. It started up with a very wealthy, middle-class clientele, and then it uh, was made only for women in 1914. And then in 1917, it moved into something called the Wolpin's Bath. Ooh. But in 1919, it was rated uh, for lewd behavior, arresting the manager and nine men.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what? Turns out... Mm-hmm. I like lewd behaviors. So
0: I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, by the 1920s, this was largely a homosexual bathhouse, and by the 30s, it became a preeminent social venue for the community. It was known as the classiest, safest, and best known of the baths. Oh. Also, the nickname, Everhard. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good pot. You know how I feel yeah, about I know. The I know. I know. Even that one, I that, that tickled my fancy. Um they have some pretty famous patrons. They uh the only ones I recognized were writers uh Gore Vidal and Truman Capote.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: they would have like off-duty cops and firemen that would be seen there uh cuz it was it was back then especially um it was people and this is sort of up into the seventies. This was people who are not comfortable emerging in their private and public personas. So they would register under a fake name at the front desk and then were able to sort of be themselves and, and meet other men safely.
1: Which I, I like that because you see, you know what? People weren't everybody else was like, Hey, this isn't okay. What, and yeah. they're like, Okay, well, this is who we are. Yeah. So I like that there was a safe place to do that. Exactly, and I think it beats, like, a public bathroom for, yeah.
0: for, like, friggin', like, the park, which does not seem like a good place to hook up. In, no. Especially in New York. Um, oh,
1: yeah, there's needles in the slides. <laughs> I mean, it's not even <laughs> a safe is... place for children to slide yeah. down, never mind yeah. to be with
0: your pants off. <laughs> uh, so most of the activity would take place in the huge dormitory, dormitory on the second floor, So they had some rooms, like they were sort of private cubicles on this floor, but most were on the third floor. Uh, And then below the street level, they had steam rooms, showers, and swimming pool, and probably a bath, right? They had a bath. 100% they had a bath in there somewhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what, though? Like pool, you know, there's always pools and stuff like that. A pool is just essentially a large bath. Exactly. With a filter in it.
0: (laughs) So there were 135 tiny cubicles in this building. Uh, you could rent them. This is in 1977. you could rent them for seven dollars. so you could have your own little room with a kind of a bed in there, uh, which is thirty dollars in today's money for 12 hours or you could just get a locker for five dollars, which is 2150 in today's money. So a lot of times you would just go you would get changed into your bath towel. You would have your locker on your little wrist thing, you know, old school back in the day. At the Dude, pool. I love
1: those l- the little key, the little yeah. key around your wrist.
0: Uh, they had a snack shop in the lobby. Um, so you could have sex on one of the beds in one of the private cubicles, or there was also a big communal L-shaped dormitory dormitory known as the orgy room.
1: Nice.
0: I don't know where they were with the punning on that one. but Yeah, maybe. I
1: was like, you <laughs> ran out of names or what? <laughs> Like what was like, the heart What was it hard? Ever hard? They ever came hard? up with ever hard, and then they were like, "All right, well that's you that's couldn't have got. called it the ever many room." <laughs> 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 oh, yes. <laughs> uh,
0: so then in the seventies, the apparently back then New York was relatively open. It was an open period for gay men. There were pride parades, gay bars and clubs. There was even a mainstream gay newspaper. There was the gay rights protest at the 1976 Democratic National Convention. Um, but this was still seen as like a safer space for men to meet each other. And especially during times when many of them were still closeted, this provided a secret, necessary space. Because a lot of men just would not have been able to come out safely right. back in those times. So, no. Um, and it was also, it was different than a gay bar or a club because it was private and exclusive. So that takes away any of the, you know, I think some of the risks, I guess. Absolutely. And also just, you know, you don't have to, just, you know, to deal with them. And just straight women who are just like, I love
1: that And you're like, okay, I'm taking <laughs> it. I had performed in the swingers clubs and um, <laughs> and there was there was a clear set of rules and there was a membership policy. Right. And there was a, uh, that you knew who was coming in and out of there no pun intended, <laughs> and you were, uh, it was just very, you know, it seemed like a safer place to me to, to like, you know, you go to a club with a million other people. Yeah. It just seemed like a safe place to engage in sexual contact with people. Like, you knew what, you had clear motives and everybody was, you know, it wasn't like a, no one was trying to sneak anyone out or, you know what I mean? Like, it was very, right. so I, when they said that there was a membership, I mean, that it seems safer to me.
0: Yeah. 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 And I mean, it would get rated, um, like here and then. Like I said, it got raided in 1919. I think it got raided again in 20 or 1920. Um, and the it kind of existed on the fringes of law, like right. like it's not. It wasn't legal, but it wasn't illegal, um, right? Especially because there was
1: no clear thing saying you can't well
0: yeah and like they i think they've tried to keep it or at least modern ones try to keep it so that there's no prostitution there's no selling of drugs right because those are kind of the illegal things now it depends what country you're in obviously because um it was and i didn't write this down um it was illegal to be gay quite late into britain time jesus so I mean it wasn't yesterday, but it was, it was you know, anyways. Um. So anyways, the 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 police kind of kept this on a don't ask, don't tell system, right? Um. But they largely kept them alone. the The only issue now with this is that by 1977, the city had not made sure that this building was still up to code. So it was built like what originally 1860 renovated in 88 maybe renovated again in 1920 and then kind of left alone for most like almost 50 years and on may 25th 1977 nine patrons were killed in a fire uh seven of them were from smoke inhalation one from respiratory burns and the other one died because he was jumping from an upper floor because they had paneling on all the windows
1: yeah
0: and no fire escapes right so this has you know it was largely blamed on deteriorating conditions and no sprinklers even though they had had a fire before and it was uh it was told to the owner like you need to get sprinklers installed yeah that obviously didn't do that and i mean yeah, i was gonna say 19... like
1: you working in the building <laughs> like you know what it's like to work for anybody uh-huh. that's trying to save a buck
0: Oh, God. I, I have had this conversation in 2020.
1: Yeah. About installing sprinklers. I had it about, I mean, one time they tried to get me to install an elevator into a hoistway that wasn't capable of holding an elevator. Oh. Because they were good. like, we're not redoing that. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, guess what? I was like, I'm not hanging a picture on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. You need to find the right stud. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So, oh, Yeah. I, everybody that that is a problem in any like uh, up up until recently you know
0: yeah well that's the thing that I was surprised about that actually they were asking for sprinklers way back in the 70s I didn't even think that was a real thing but <laughs> yeah. um evidently it was uh they so yeah the paneling on the windows really slowed the firefighters down because they couldn't just break a window they had to like get the wood off the windows and then the people inside couldn't get out because obviously they couldn't just get out the windows um, and they're not sure how many men were in the building when it caught on fire. They're thinking it's lightly, likely 80 to 100. Um, and most of them did get out, thankfully. Um, and after the fire, the city denied responsibility because they were like, well, why does a bathhouse have overnight guests? Oh, it's not our problem anymore. Okay, bye. Uh, and then they just never really investigated the fire. The fire department attributed it to a mattress fire. Okay. And the owner, Irving Fine, was never prosecuted despite being told to install sprinklers and having what? windows blocked with no fire escapes.
1: So, this upsets was... me on a humanitarian level and also somebody who's been on a, any build <laughs> building level. Like, it's so upsetting. Yeah.
0: But that's people for you. They just, <laughs> they're not going to, if they can make an easy save, save, you know, a few coins here it's yeah. a life or two, really, right? Like that's yeah. they consider that you know an easy risk, I guess. Um, so this was eight years after the Stonewall riots. Do you know anything about that? I do a little, but fill me in. Okay, I'm just gonna do like a one sentence thing. It was in nineteen, uh, I think sixty nine. I have eighty six written down here. That is not correct. Sixty nine. Does that sound right?
1: I uh, I think so.
0: Uh, it was a series of riots. That were in response to police raiding the Stonewall Inn, which was a um, club for gay and lesbian.
1: Yes, I do know about this. I watched a pretty big documentary
0: on it. Okay, so maybe you can fill me in a little bit more on the...
1: Well, I don't want to say I know too much, but it it was really just like, um, it's basically like, you know, they kept coming there and there were ties to the mob there too. Uh, but they like basically kept coming and trying to shut it down and and then like beating people like the cops were like harassing people and beating Mm -hmm. them up and they had no reason to be there like you know what i mean like there was nothing wrong being done so the only reason they were being like ever left alone was ties to the mob but like i honestly like i don't Mm want to say i know too much because it might be a totally different case but like there was a lot happening in new york with the gay scene at that time where the cops just were just causing problems for no reason other than being homophobic right
0: and i think that and then when this happened it got huge media coverage and there was like a big outrage over this fire so i think kind of during this time like i'd said sort of after stonewall and into this time it was becoming a little bit more like gay rights were starting to kind of get a little bit of support from the media and the city um and you know, men lined up to donate blood.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, which by the way, today gay men cannot donate blood. Which I found out was apparently because of AIDS. So which they just is, went like,
1: Okay, well, you guys had AIDS. It's in your so community. discriminatory. Like it's yeah. so it's 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 an insane thing because it's like, guess what? Anybody can get AIDS. Yeah, exactly. It's like ugh. Yeah, there was a prevalence in the community at one time, but it's also just like that's because of a million other things. Yeah. But yeah. And that was it's... 20 like not that it's not still
0: a problem, but that was 20 years Don't ago. Even that get that was, me
1: started. Yeah. yeah.
0: I also can't give blood, but that's cuz I lived in the UK. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This, I don't think I know. can give blood because I have a skin condition and that could no, just... Yeah, go. I don't... I think I... I think there is, like... You, hey guys, 80, this is why you don't have any blood. Because you won't <laughs> let anybody donate it. Like, I really think there's, like, 87 fucking billion reasons, like, <laughs> that you can't donate blood. Oh, but yeah. I just don't like when it's just, like, put oh, on one group of people yeah, like that. It really upsets
0: ridiculous. me. Yeah. Um, and sadly, a lot of the men had to identify bodies because... Um, you know, they didn't want their family to come to it because a lot of the families wouldn't have known they were in there. Um, and then they also raised funds for the injured people. And this was all like in the media and all being covered really well. Now, sadly, obviously, um, a few years later, the AIDS epidemic hits.
1: Right.
0: Um, but before that, the, the two, the, the top two floors of the building were rebuilt and they did reopen. Uh, the bathhouse, but in 1986, uh, Mayor Co- Ed Koch, Coach? Yeah, C- o- Koch, C- yeah, yeah, uh, went on a campaign in 18- 1986 to close all of the city's bathhouses in the face of the AIDS epidemic. And to be honest, the city and the media really—that's when, unfortunately, people really turned on an LGBTQ.
1: Anybody that was slightly different than them, they yeah. turned on and alienated.
0: <laughs> I mean, the whole if you want, if you want a depressing, I think there's actually a film just come out. It's a sin that I think may be dealing with some of the, with the AIDS epidemic and just like how absolutely shit the media and the government and everybody treated people with AIDS. So yeah, so unfortunately. This bathhouse closed. There, there were, I think, two that still remained. And I think one is still there because I went and I clicked on the link. And there was a very handsome
1: man staring at me. <laughs> so, you know what? I wished I could just take a little tour ski <laughs> through the bathhouse. I know. I'd like to see. I'd like just to see who's in there. Maybe take a gander as a just a an appreciative lady. Yeah, I and just like, like to know the layout. Like I'm kind I of probably know that half the just people like... in there. I feel like it'd be <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel mean, like it'd be like a good party, anyways. Yeah, um, uh,
0: yeah. So I mean, it just kind of it sounds. I mean, obviously, it was a very positive force, and it was a, a safe space for people. Um, I actually read, and I'll post it in the show notes. Um, a very good piece off Huffington. Um, sorry, off Buzzfeed. Ooh, BuzzFeed! I know sometimes BuzzFeed does good articles. Do
1: sometimes BuzzFeed <laughs> and Huffington Post do post some interesting things? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and this they were talking about it in reference to what happened in Orlando and how that was supposed to be a safe space um, for Latinx gay men, and that was, you know, obviously targeted. Um, and then I think that, if, and then kind of comparing with this situation that they had back in the the seventies, so very interesting sounds like kind of a fun place to have been before yeah. fire <laughs> um but yeah i would like to like there's a whole bunch of history on bathhouses uh gay bathhouses all across like there's ones that have been around for a really long time in germany um yeah, yeah so it's it's pretty interesting and in the do you have any books about this kind of topic please let me know i'd really like to read some more into it so
1: yeah yeah if you guys if, if you have any recommendations for uh for stuff hit us up in our instagram dms because yeah it's a it's a really interesting topic and there's always more to learn and mm-hmm. uh we have one in calgary and i have you're as a girl you're not allowed to go in the back but there's a bar right. in front of it and uh i don't know if it's a secret place or what it is but i've been to the bar quite a bit and it's uh it's a lot of fun I think there
0: was like a raid on there like in two thousand and I'm gonna say like two thousand three or something and one in Calgary. Yeah, so I don't um, wanna say
1: the location or yeah. like the name of the bar, but uh it's it's definitely like the bar it's fun. I kind of love like a grimy setup. Yeah. Like I like drinking in dive bars. I like a yeah. little seediness. I kind of like the idea that something is going on behind the scenes. Like it excites <laughs> me in a way that I'm yeah. not comfortable with. I'm not sure what that means for my <laughs> my downstairs but i'm also just like <laughs> i like i just like that there's like you know something that maybe other people don't know about is happening behind doors right. so it's fun to like go into that bar because i'm not allowed to go behind anywhere else but it's fun right. to drink there and it's kind of like a it's definitely like a dive bar and i like that dive bar culture and it's a, it's a fun place so if you know where it is in calgary good for you if you don't yeah. i'm not telling you <laughs> yeah and yeah. i'll
0: Charges got dropped also in this thing because they were like uh, constitutionally that you can't just arrest people for for <laughs> nothing <laughs> for nothing.
1: <laughs> also, just like I don't know if you know this, but you like you can't uh, if the you can't like, arrest people for having sex in a, a private establishment, right? Like
0: you're not you're paying for entrance, you're not
1: paying for sex. Yeah, and you're and you're not you know you're not so nobody no one's done anything wrong, and if you don't want to go there, don't go. Yeah. Like if it bugs you, go have a bath in your own house. (laughs) 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 If it doesn't bug you, have a bath with forty-four strangers. It'll be a blast. So get over yourself. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, it's it's, (laughs) dude, (laughs) it's fun. And I just like as if I didn't already like baths enough. Now you're you're mixing it with lewdness. I know it's fun. Uh, That's a fun thing. Hot men and. You're, yeah, to the and then it all out? they
0: can walk around is in towels. So fuck yeah. <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot of like very um, attractive art
1: mm-hmm. from like
0: back in the day. Uh, I'm
1: really getting into the... this moonshine and this bathhouse idea. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, if I had those, if I had those feelings previous to the moonshine mm. or if now that I've had the moonshine, I they've increased. I don't know what's happening, but I have a real strong <laughs> feeling to go to a bathhouse now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's wicked, dude. I, uh, I have a I I have a less, uh, I don't know, a, a little more family friendly, uh, bath okay. situation, yeah. Yeah. specifically family friendly. Actually, you want me to take you into the future? I do. All right. Um, This is kind of fun. I don't know um, if anybody uh, out there knows, but probably if you have a television and uh, watch the news uh, compulsively like I do. Mm -hmm. But the southern states have received quite a lot of snow. Now, I know as Canadians, we want to be like, oh, frig off. It's just a little snow there, bud. But they don't have the capacity to Mm -hmm. deal with it, they don't have the infrastructure or the capacity or the heating. like, their homes don't even have prop, you know what I mean? Like, it's... They don't have what? basements,
0: which I don't, lots of people wouldn't know this if you don't live in a, like, this is what my mom had to explain to my um, husband. If you don't have a basement, that's, like, a huge, huge thing, and when it gets really, really cold that you need, and a lot of places, like, in England and Vancouver and down south, they don't have basements. So, that's an entire aspect of insulation that just, is just non-existent.
1: Yeah, and there's also, too, like, I mean, um, their pipes, like, they don't even have, like, you they can't just, like, turn on the heat like we do here. They don't have furnaces. Yeah. Right. Because there's no need for it because it never gets below, you know, usually 15 degrees. Mm-hmm. So there's no real need for a furnace. Like, they put on a sweater and move on with their life. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. One time I was on the island of Kauai, and it was just, like, a really rainy kind of cold, damp day. Right. And it was so cold and there's no heating. So we could, yeah. you could, so we like turn the oven on and open up the <laughs> oven. We were all, and all we were Canadians, So as if we would bring one sweatshirt to go to Hawaii I'm with. not. No. Like we we're like, uh, we're, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure everybody can relate to this, but if you're going to Hawaii and mm. you're getting on the plane, you're getting on in flip flops, baby. Uh-huh, it don't matter if uh-huh. it's minus 45 degrees here. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to Hawaii. And you're just thinking about all your friends and hoping they're freezing. You're like, fuck you, idiots. I hope you're cold while I'm gone. So yeah. we got there and all we had was like tank tops and shorts and flip flops oh. and whatever else, you know. And uh, we got there and it's kind of cold for like four or five mm. days. And uh, it was, we you don't, there's no heating. So anyways, right. um, that's kind of what's happened here in Texas and Louisiana and all this stuff and down I read an article about a lady in Tennessee who was making the best of things. Um, cool. So they had no running water. Their water's been turned off nice. because they don't want it, the pipes to freeze. So right. the city has turned off the water in a lot of places. So they don't have uh, running water. So this lady decided, well, why not make the best of the situation? And these kids need a bath. She's right. got four kids. So she fires up a pot. They have She, she normally has big barbecues outside yeah and uh and they're used to like uh deep frying chicken wings and all this stuff so they had this <laughs> huge big pot made for yeah. cooking outside with and they filled it full of snow and they turned uh... on the heat and heated up the water yeah and uh made snow baths for all the kids oh. so there's pictures of like all there's you know all the kids are in there with the little snow on their heads and they're yeah having a warm bath and i oh just thought God. oh that's pretty great you know yeah. um just, and you, 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 know, you have to think too,
0: like later, like in five years, those kids are going to be like, let's have another snow bath. <laughs> and yeah. Everyone's like, this is not, that was not a thing they were doing on the regular.
1: <laughs> hey, that's not a part of our day now. Yeah. They're like, no. Oh, well, remember when mama used to give us snow baths? It was like, no. That was, <laughs> we didn't have running water for half a sec. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of a it was kind of a fun little thing that I thought was um, That's brighten up. Very cute. You, you know, when when uh, there's a pandemic and then they have all the snow, they don't have running water, and she probably thought, you know what, we got to keep these kids' spirits high. So I found a yeah. fun way to do it. That's great.
0: If they want any more snow, we can send them some. Yeah,
1: Christ, people. if you guys want to experience snow <laughs> for real, yeah, we got we got still a lot. We got a lot, actually. You know what? I saw the first signs of the street today, which. Oh, yes, yes. If you don't live in a place that has snow like we do, <laughs> when you first start to see the street again, your spirit lifts. Yeah. Like, oh, God, it's almost over. <laughs> it, it, it feels like if you've seen uh The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, The uh, Chronicles of Narnia, mm-hmm. like when they go to Narnia, that's what Calgary looks like for six months. It's right. really quite unpleasant. Yeah. We don't have any magical no uh, people
0: with that are half goat. Yeah. Uh, man. No. That and I just of, keep maybe. opening
1: wardrobes and trying to get to another <laughs> land. <laughs> nothing, nothing. But then you I'm just find high in a closet
0: by myself. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day you'll find
1: it. Yeah, I guess.
0: Uh, all right. Let's, uh, speaking of bathtubs, let's talk moonshine. Yes. Tell me why you picked this, Carla. This is Carla's choice this week. Well, I was doing research on the history of bathtubs. So obviously, moonshine <laughs> and bathtubs came up. Um, and I don't want to cross any of your things, but um, a lot of the times back in the day for prohibition in America in 1920 as well, this is an interesting time back then. Um, you they had to make their own gin, yeah, because it was prohibited, and so a lot of the times they would be filling up these the, the gin, you had to dilute it with quite a lot of water, otherwise, it would kill you. <laughs> so, the bottles were too big to fill up in the sink, so they would fill them up in the bathtub. And then sometimes, also, they would make their gin in the bathtub.
1: Yeah. Well, in that, uh, so the, it was gin, but then it, um, down in the south, southern states, whiskey was really big. So, that was mm. the thing they produced quite a lot more of. Okay. So, uh, Moonshine, down in the southern states, is kind of where Moonshine started, was uh, whiskey-based.
0: Okay, got so I kind of thought moonshine was just all the it, any could have been anything, I, but I but know. now yeah. like
1: well, like proper moonshine. I I know today we're so we are drinking moonshine, which this is really funny. Good. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, like, we I didn't know a, you could go yeah, to the store or and or buy it. moonshine. Yeah, and it comes in a jar. Yeah, which is cute. And the brand is Old Smoky O L E Smoky. Uh, you know, like, and then it's Tennessee old? moonshine. So it comes in the old mason jar style, which is mm-hmm. which is great. And actually this is I one time I was doing comedy and there's a fella in Calgary that does comedy, he's a little wild, and uh, uh he'll just like offer you illicit of drugs and odd drinks. <laughs> yeah. And so one time I was in like the back of a green room and he's like, You want some moonshine? I was like, <laughs> No, thank you. No,
0: I'm
1: good. I was like, You pulled that out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't trust pocket moonshine, no. but it actually looked quite a, pretty pretty similar to what this is, which is it's in a mason jar. It's got the old smoky Tennessee moonshine logo on it. And so I'll read you a little article about moonshine if you're into it. Yeah. Now, did you pick, are you drinking, I'm having the apple
0: pie version of it?
1: I did. I, I went to the apple pie. You did apple pie too. Okay. I don't think I was quite ready for the white lightning. i stuck to a 30 proof instead of a hundred proof i didn't think i could um so this uh this is a nice little article just maybe give you sort of a little bit of an understanding of where moonshine came from and particularly uh southern southern united states moonshine uh and it's from the tastingtable.com So I'll give you a little read here. If you were born in Eastern Kentucky like I was, you might have become acquainted with moonshine at a young age, wondering, like I did, what that mysterious clear liquid was sloshing around in a mason jar (laughs) every time you opened the freezer. My father told me to stay away from what he called white lightning, that if I drank it, it would probably put unwanted hair on my chest. (laughs) I didn't need convincing before i reached the double digits he let me smell the contents of the jar needless to say i recoiled instantly thinking who would <laughs> drink this <laughs> the answer of course ranges from whiskey lovers to cocktail uh um fiends sometimes i read is this britney learns a new word <laughs> f-i-e-n-d-s F i e n d s. did they just spell friends fiends? wrong no 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 fiend like you're a Oh fiend fiends for... oh that's embarrassing <phone rings> Britney learns a new word. I just, real- I, I just realized I don't know how to spell fiends.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know <laughs> how often does that come up in a regular conversation.
1: <laughs> oh, buddy, I you know my problem with spelling and grammar. It's it's. <laughs> It's a problem. Um so the answer of course ranges from whiskey lovers to cocktail fiends with moonshine becoming increasingly popular over the last decade outliving its reputation as a potent liquor that could leave you dead, blind or paralyzed. So what exactly is moonshine and how did it go from one of the most illicit liquors in the United States to one of the most winner to w- one winning the hearts of mixologists and craft distillers? So it's become quite popular here. He -hmm. goes on to say Moonshine uh, uh, persists, or sorry, Moonshine persists to find the spirit as a homemade, unaged whiskey marked by its clear color, corn base, and high alcohol content sometimes peaking as high as 190 proof <laughs> what yeah. how do you have that it's a percentage <laughs> how do you have more than 100 oh god, oh, no. yeah. that's straight that's stressful traditionally yeah. it was produced uh, in a homemade still in the bottom of a mason jar or a bathtub uh scottish and I- and irish immigrants many who settled in the southern throngs of the country first brought moonshine to the united states in the 18th century the spirit quickly became a mainstay of southern culture but just as popular uh, popularity crested so too did the government's interest in taxation it was mm. alexander hamilton you, you might know hamilton, him from the musical hamilton, hamilton. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) Who imposed a tax on whiskey production in 1791. I told you I don't like Hamilton. (laughs) He's a bastard. (laughs) I'm the man that shot him. Mm -hmm. Anyways, watched a lot of uh, Hamilton. Uh,
0: (laughs) We have an episode on Aaron Burr where I yell a lot about
1: (laughs) Hamilton. Anyways... (laughs) He's the one who imposed a whiskey uh, tax on whiskey production in 1791, making hmm. any untaxed moonshine production illegal. Whiskey drinkers avoided taxation by making and buying moonshine at night under the cover of darkness and the light of the moon,
0: which some <laughs>
1: suspect gave rise to its name. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, um, I I thought you were just being poetic. Okay. No, I'm reading someone else's words who was being poetic. (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it, this was kind of its, its history. And, and recently as of recent, it's kind of, it's come back as this nostalgic drink, Mm -hmm. but quite frankly, it's delicious. This is very good. I,
0: when we first got it like five years ago, um, I think I just drank it out of the jar (laughs) <laughs> um and I put a little ice in this and yeah, I think it's great. It tastes like it doesn't taste quite like apple pie and it's not too sweet, which is a really big thing. I do not I'm not a big sweet sweet cocktail drink fan. Drink. This yeah. is just nice. It's got a nice um initial smell, kind of a little Christmassy, I guess. It must be is that cinnamon maybe?
1: Yeah, it honestly tastes it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that Thanksgiving cocktail we made with like a million different things in it. We it was, was like, remember there was like whiskey and apple juice and cinnamon oh, sticks yep. and yeah, yeah, someone yeah, had yeah. to fart into it while the other one mixed it super fast, <laughs> but there was a lot of stuff that had to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is truly just comes out of a mason jar here. Yeah. Um,
0: and I think you could drink this in the summertime and then you could drink it in the winter time. During your bath time.
1: During your bath time, you could make it in your own bath. Well, yep, that was the yep. problem too <laughs>
0: Don't was, don't make sure you don't put your lage bath bomb in and then try to make your
1: uh your moonshine. <laughs> yeah, don't put your bash bash, bash bomb. <laughs> Had a few too many uh whiskies. Um <laughs> It, But it's it's kind of, like, it got that really bad name, and it was mm-hmm. only because people were mixing it, like, by themselves, were forced into their homes to mix it by themselves, so they weren't doing it properly. Right. But, because, uh, well, and I'm sure more- you don't, like, they probably didn't have, like, I know there were the sills
0: or whatever that they would have. Yeah. These were, like, backcountry, in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's understandable they you know, somewhat screw up the,
1: yeah, the like, it's, recipe it's,
0: or the machinery or whatever, so...
1: Well, it's 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 very hard to make. Like, mm-hmm. um, there's a moonshine maker who co- is quoted as saying, "Moonshine is one of America's greatest spirits," but it's really hard to make exceptionally well because it's unaged. Moonshine right. maker Harris uh Harabi Harowski explains, "With aged spirits, oak barrels are used to correct flavor notes. It mm. gets tricky to make the moonshine that stands on its own without." a dominant oak characteristic that we usually think of when we're drinking whiskey. Um, right. When you can find the good stuff, you'll know why people love it. So it's just cause it was made so poorly that we think like, and like when you suggested it, I was like, mm-hmm. what? And then I, <laughs> they're like, I, I like to my store. eyesight. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, you don't want me to, I already have glasses, Carla, <laughs> <laughs> but I went to the liquor store today and I, I typically go to, um, uh Willow Park liquor store because I know they kind of have everything. Yeah. will hey do. Willow Park, please sponsor us. <laughs> we love you. You're so good. Because you are actually the best. Um <laughs> I go there and I asked uh, asked about it and they brought me over and I was thinking like, okay, like what's this gonna set me back here? Because it was yeah. like getting into the specialty liqueur section. Right. And uh so it goes for typically thirty three dollars for a full mason jar. Um sure, but they good. were on sale today. It was like twenty two bucks or something. For some reason it was ten dollars off. Oh, nice. Hit up yeah. that Willow Park if you get... <laughs> if yeah, like, I don't mobile. know why I'm doing a commercial for them, but <laughs> but I was just surprised because I didn't know, you know, like, when you're unfamiliar with what the liquor is going to be, you're like, oh, Yeah, God.
0: I mean, like, a Jack Daniels or a... I assume that is kind of, like, that's the whiskey, right? It's like a bourbon because it's a corn? Yeah, it's... Or is corn that's the bourbon? Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, a Jack Daniels will set you back... Pretty like
1: forty five bucks probably. Yeah, 45 50 bucks for sure. Yeah, and then so. like, I was like, oh, they have like a wall of like, you know, hundred dollar whiskeys, and I was oh, like, yeah. please don't be in the hundred dollars. <laughs> <session." laughs> but uh, I'm just
0: a dick, and like, I'm like, we are gonna have the most expensive drink today.
1: You're like, oh, you want to talk about your filth baths? <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like, like, like I said, and to reiterate, sort of, um. It's, it really has had a bad name, but it's mm-hmm. kind of making a comeback because our generation is so nostalgic. I mean, like, yeah. it's a sort of a uh, uh, sign of being a hipster is just like claiming something from 100 years ago and being like, what about this in a mason jar?
0: If you can be riding a penny farthing, drinking moonshine with a top hat, <laughs> top I hat will is... tackle you and have sex with you. I'm just warning
1: you. You just <laughs> look like you're reenacting an episode from Portlandia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to say, pretty good. Um, and I wondered how to serve it, how to drink it, mm-hmm. but um, just honestly, by itself with a uh, with ice. Yeah,
0: I think you can make it with cocktails. I was reading. I think they had a Dolly Parton actually. <laughs> um, using one of these and some other stuff. So, um, but I yeah, I just threw a bunch of ice in it. Very nice,
1: very good, very good. Actually, the old Smoky brand ha- mm-hmm. has canned cocktails that they do sell. Ooh. Um, and there's four different flavors. There's a a Mountain Mule, an oh, yeah. Apple Pie Ginger, a what does this say here? A Mountain or a Mountain Rita? So that's got to be like oh, that's got to be like almost like a margarita. Yeah, and then a Blackberry Lemonade cool so all of them actually look now like i gotta say like i was just kind of getting on the gin because we've been doing a lot of gin mm-hmm. episodes lately mm-hmm. <laughs> watch i go from gin to moonshine
0: <laughs> hey they're kind of in the same like area group world sure history right yeah
1: bathtub gin moonshine so the mountain mule obviously is going to be like a, uh, ma- a Moscow mule, mule, which i love and i don't think we've done yet haven't
0: we i don't think so good grief Oh, 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 I'm sorry. For that, <laughs> um, that one we we may have to do like seven times, just with different gins or something. <laughs> yeah, or vodkas, different vodkas. Yeah. Mm. So I have some interesting facts on bathtubs. If you'd like, I'd love. I, Carla, I'd love. <laughs> um, did you know that the average bathtub holds two hundred liters of water? No. Yeah. So,
1: That's a lot it's of water. Not,
0: yeah, it's not the most environmentally friendly sometimes.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> my two baths a day might have to come to <laughs> you. have
0: to take it down to like one or two baths a day.
1: You know what? Actually, just somebody else who's forcing themselves in the tub. Stop forcing yourself. So I'll enjoy my baths so and then yeah. we'll even out. Yes, exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, the first bathtub didn't arrive in the White House until the sixth president, who's John Quincy Adams. But he did not have any running water, so that kind of sucks. Uh, I then wanted to figure out, because bath bombs are all over Instagram. Every single influencer is taking pictures of their bathtub looking like a night sky or some kind of weird blood yeah. bath. I don't know. <laughs> uh, your heavy flow bath. Yes. Um, so in 1989, Mo Constantine invented bath bombs for her company, Cosmetics To Go, which is later known as Lush, ooh, because the traditional bubble bath irritated your skin, and now all bath bombs are made by compounders, and they are made by hand up to seven hundred a day.
1: Wow, yeah.
0: So that's Lush, which I thought Lush was a Canadian brand. I found out today it's the UK. So
1: oh, still yeah. we're yeah. still under the crown. Still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all report uh, to that one lady. A uh, bath, uh they truly they're mostly made of epsom salts and uh and uh oils baking, essential oils soda, i think yeah yeah like they're and for somebody whose skin does get irritated it is nice it's like it's like yeah. an ex, it's like lavender and epsom salts it's the right. nicest feeling on your skin
0: yeah and it makes the water go all... and it smells great
1: yeah. and i'm a sucker for a candle and i'm a sucker for anything mm-hmm. that smells good <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Um, I mean we could go there we I think we've well we've done a prohibition episode before. We'll have to do another one because we didn't really get to talk a lot about um bathtub gin or moonshine, but there's a huge history to it. Um and one of the things that came out of that is the um the NASCAR racing in the States because they would have to soup up their cars to try to run out outrun the police. Which, by the way, the people that were in charge of checking prohibition were the was the IRS, really? Yeah, like where, did...
1: <laughs> like the
0: Internal Revenue things? Yes, <laughs> that is what I heard. Uh, I don't know if it's correct because I I only heard on one thing, but um, and I didn't check it. But like, how badass is that? Like, a, a, you know, you think of like um Kevin Costner in The Untouchables, yeah. and, then, and then now you are like, I just chase after. People who don't pay their taxes, and, <laughs> and
1: people making moonshine, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah. I would imagine though that there was um quite a quite a uh, a pile of money to be made. Mm. So I mean, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, can you imagine just stirring a paddle? Like it's very like also Breaking Bad style, like you know when they're yeah. always like, making drugs in the bathtub. I feel like when you make anything illegal like that. Mm-hmm. All you're asking is for something to be born out of it. It's like, people want to drink. There's got to be a market for it. So now you're pushing it underground. You're making it sleazy. It wasn't sleazy before. Yeah. And now they've
0: made a mob out of it. That like really gave rise to the American Mafia. So,
1: Yeah. Good job.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: What did you say? I said, "Good job." Oh, well, you were clapping, so I was like, sort of waiting for you to finish clapping, and then I was like, oh, as soon as you did, I lost track <laughs> of what was happening, and I was like, "Okay, what happened I, now?" I was congratulating America, oh, America, America. Why, yeah? Hey, if not, but if, if that hadn't America, happened, there'd be no moonshine. Yeah. So, let's capacity. Yeah. Let's let's then now give them a proper clap, a real clap. Thank you, America. We do yeah. love you. Yeah. And we hope you. You sound like Mm -hmm. you're getting
0: back on track here. We're We're getting a a lot more vaccines than Canada, so that's
1: good. (laughs) They do. They're on the (laughs) vaccine game, actually. Yeah, Um, Canada's 40th in the world, so I don't know what we got to brag about. Please bring us vaccines. Please. We're sorry about what we said about Trump. Please yeah. bring us your vaccines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robinson not winning the hockey for a while. Yeah. Don't worry. We've separated <laughs> our divisions. We played the same teams 19 fucking times in a row. We're sorry yeah. about everything. Yep.
0: Yeah. Tampa Bay can win all at once now.
1: <laughs> we we want to go back to
0: cars and pubs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh well, Carla, what do you think? <laughs> I think that's a pretty good little bath
1: time learning. I am pleased the 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 fun uh, the fun the things I've learned today are <laughs> This you know what I'm learning is that this moonshine I've had two half <laughs> glasses and I'm yeah. shit can't. So that's that's a I fun I don't know fact.
0: what's the what's the I don't have it by me right now. <laughs> you know is what what's it's the 20%? percentage?
1: Okay, so it's
0: that's <laughs> more than a glass of wine
1: hold on yeah 20 percent alcohol um so here's what i'm learning is i just drank two half glasses of vodka right yeah and i'm just like i don't understand why i don't feel good <laughs> or feel great or you
0: feel really good you feel or really good to the bath yeah <laughs> bath time everyone <laughs> it's bad. i hope you listen to this episode in the bath actually that you know would be fine
1: you should, should preface this with like listen in, listen in the tub yeah Please call this episode Pants Off, Listen in the Tub.
0: <laughs> I'm writing it down.
1: <laughs> well, you guys, you know what? This is honestly our our absolute favorite thing to do. And we're mm-hmm. so excited that you listen and you continue to listen. And if you have any ideas and you have an episode that you want us to do, let us know. Because uh, as some of our listeners know, we'll do it. We're so yep. excited to talk to us.
0: Tell us what uh, to do with a
1: Moscow mule. Cause it's- yeah, tell us what to do with a Moscow mule. Yeah.
0: Uh we we're not few- going mule riding though. That's not a
1: yeah. We don't have access to mules. that. <laughs> and they're not known for their steady companionship mules.
0: Also, don't think they go in the snow.
1: <laughs> Maybe they so do. I don't know. Don't pair us with mules. <laughs> please give us some uh, give us your thoughts and ideas and, and let us know what you want us to do. We're we're happy to take a crack at it. Um, we do this every week. We do it every Thursday. I keep coming back. We're now with uh, 604 Records uh, Comedy Here Often division. And we are just thrilled to be there. So uh, have a listen to the other podcasts on the network because uh, yeah. there's a lot of friends there and a lot of talented people with some pretty wicked ideas. Listen there. Come back every Thursday. Hit us up at www.lifepairingspodcast.com. We have a Patreon that we'd be so happy if you subscribe to. Um, Mm -hmm. and you get some extra features and we're coming up with some pretty neat ideas on the Patreon lately so uh, get over there and see what's available you guys, we love you and we'll see you later thanks guys